Hey everybody, it's your Dutch friend Jan, and you're listening to episode 138 of the Creator Smarts podcast. And good that you're listening. Um, or maybe it's actually not so good that you're listening. Depending on what you want from this podcast, because yes, podcasts are great for learning, but you know, sometimes it's actually better to just give your brain some rest and think a bit more about the problems that you're facing in your business right now, because often the you know the solution you just need to take some time to think so why get distracted listening to podcasts like this one right um, but there are also other ways to learn you can go to conferences uh, participate in mastermind events hire a coach take an online course read a book hire a consultant or a mentor right and um the challenge is to get the right help at the right time. And that's exactly what we're going to talk about in this episode today. Or actually, Oli is going to talk about it because I'm going to share with you the audio recording of a presentation that Oli gave during our last Inner Circle meeting. And uh, yeah, this is going to be a very insightful one, very helpful if you like learning. So let's roll the intro and then see you on the other side. This is the Create the Smarts podcast where you will learn to leverage your online following into a profitable, future-proof education business that you control without being at the mercy of sponsors or algorithm changes. Each week we interview the world's leading creators to find out what strategies they use to diversify, stabilize and grow their businesses. I'm your host, Jan van der Aan. Okay, can everyone see my screen okay? Give me a thumbs up, I can't see everybody here. Great, cool. So... This is like, so when I do these presentations, I like, they're not necessarily fully kind of worked out things. They're more, they're, I like to take ideas and things that I've been thinking about and use these sessions as a way to kind of explore these ideas. And today in particular is something that I am, um, I've been on my mind a lot recently. It's something that I've kind of I've become aware much more about how I use different tools to learn the limitations of that, some of the dangers of that. And then the more that I work with other people, the more that I see um, you know, a lot more, more and more that, that, that I see people using different learning opportunities in the wrong way and it actually being potentially quite, quite, quite damaging. And so what I want to talk about here is um, a way to, a framework, if you like, for managing your learning and thinking about how you learn because ultimately you know as entrepreneurs it's the stuff that we learn which dictates how fast we um, grow right the aim of this then is that you if you can manage your learning you know when to get the right help at the right time uh, you should be able to grow your business faster so i'm going to give you talk to you about what i've been thinking about in this area so i want to show you one way of visualizing different levels of learning and this is definitely not an exact science but it's it's kind of how i think about it so first of all at the very bottom level you've got books followed um next the next level up from books if you like is podcasts youtube channels blogs um where you can hear about different business topics and then also conferences which are kind of in a way it's like podcasts or youtube videos in a live format. Then level up from that, you've got courses and masterminds. So courses where you might learn a, you know, take a, take a course on something like 
Marina's course on shorts, for example, or mastermind groups, which I know many of us are in. Then level up from that, you've got coaches and then consultants, marketing consultants, agencies, that kind of thing. And then above that, you've got mentors. And then back at the end, then it comes back to uh, to books again, which kind of comes full circle. And we'll uh, talk a little bit about that um, later on. So people, I think in general, are quite undisciplined about where they turn to, but when they turn to these different elements for their learning. And the truth is that you need different parts of this at different times. There are times when you absolutely need a book. There are times when you absolutely need um, to take a course. But I think people often kind of sleepwalk into these things without taking them very strategically. And so the skill here is to have an idea of what types of uh, learning are available and when is the right time to use those things. And one of the things to bear in mind is that as entrepreneurs, as creators, we all have what is kind of known as superhero syndrome, which is that we all like to think that we can do it all by ourselves all the time. And... Um, and, uh, and we can't, we need to get help from other people. So that's just what I'm going to dive into. So um, the dangers of this stuff, everyone here, by virtue of being here in this, in this meeting, you understand the importance of investing in yourself. You know that it's, in, that it's important to, to do that, that your education matters. In my own case, um, I was always quite good at using and, and investing in, in trainings of different kinds, I would invest in um, courses, mastermind groups and things like that. I've learned so much from different different things that I've been invested in over the years. I've kind of been to many masterminds, very expensive masterminds, I've gone to endless conferences. I've listened to God knows how many podcasts. And what I've realized in the last couple of years is that I didn't know when to stop doing that because there was a point when doing all these things, listening to all these podcasts, going to all these conferences actually became a problem, which we'll talk about a little bit later. And so I, what I've noticed in myself in the last few years is I've got quite good at starting to identify the things that I needed and when. So I'm going to ask you a couple of questions here and um, pump your answers into the chat so I can see what you're writing. I want you to think about just, just kind of a quick brainstorm here. What could be the potential drawbacks of some of these, the following things? So you attending your third conference this year, for example, go ahead and type in the chat what you think might be a potential problem with that. There are loads of benefits. Fine. We're not talking about the benefits here. We're talking about the uh, potential drawbacks. Yeah. Okay. Time consuming, waste of time, too much input, a lot of time for a few nuggets of info. Yeah. Okay, cool. Next, what about your weekly mastermind meeting? What, what could be some potential drawbacks of this? Again, mastermind meetings, great, but what could, what could go wrong? Breaks up your focus, happens too frequently. Talking about the same things over and over. Okay, listen to podcasts on your daily walk. What's wrong with this? Again, can be super helpful. What could be wrong with it? It's a big one for me personally. Yeah, brain needs to relax. Exactly. Yeah. Not enough time to consume what you've already consumed. Yeah. But this is an example. Um, 
let's imagine you take an online course on writing sales pages. Now, obviously, extremely valuable, but what could be a drawback or a blind spot with this? Yep, learning only one way to write the sales page. Not the, not the solution you need right now. Yes, love that one from Maria, not customized to your needs. Cool. And what about this one, the marketing consultant that you just hired? Potential drawbacks of this. Too expensive, maybe. Yep. They may not know your audience as well as you do. Very, very common. Different values. Yeah. Okay. So the point of here is, is really just to kind of prime you with the with the with the the idea that these things are not like learning as much as we need it. Isn't it's not a given that learning is always good, and there needs to be we need to think about it. So, um, where's my chat box gone? Here, let me just move this. Yeah. So let's, let's talk about some of these specific things. So, business books, for example, as a beginner. Um, business books can kind of map the landscape for you, but they can be often quite impractical for beginners um, in terms of actually sp actual specifics and tactical things of what to do. Books can become out of date very quickly from technology. It's also true that a lot of people that write business books have their own agenda. They're off the, the entire purpose of a book is often kind of to kind of sell you into, a, um, into a, some kind of mastermind club or something like that. So there can be plenty of drawbacks to, to business books. Um, with these things, podcasts, YouTube, blogs, going to conferences. So, you know, the pros of this, is, I mean, it's, it's incredible to live in this world where we can get in, incredible insights and actionable advice from real people who are, who are in the trenches. It can be real gold dust. Um, but then with podcasts and YouTube videos as well, you, what you're, you're kind of a receptacle where you're kind of receiving other people's ideas, other people's ideas, other people's um, agenda, other people's interpretation. Of, of solutions they're all they're also offering you solutions and ideas that have nothing to do with the context of your own business as a few people said already the more of these things you listen to the more that you can become really consumed by shiny object syndrome where you're just when you want to everything you try you want to test out there's there's a big danger with fomo where you think okay these people over here are doing linkedin ads i have to be doing it as well and it can just distract you and pull you left right and center like a like a little dinghy in the in the ocean same thing with conferences like conferences are great because you get all this kind of curated information you can get inspiration from the community of people but again with conferences it's entirely other people's agenda the information that other people are choosing to present you get these same problems with shiny object syndrome with, with with fomo and none of it is necessarily uh none of it is coming from a place of you deciding and 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 of you making Conscious, deliberate decisions about the thing that you need to learn at that point. Courses and training. Obviously, like, you know, I, I've learned so much from different courses, but courses inevitably are generic. They give you generic frameworks, which leave you in a situation where you're kind of applying blanket solutions to your specific context. It can work a lot, it can help, but it can also send you off the mark. With masterminds, um, they can be, they're more personal to you at this point because you're involved and you're getting knowledge from lots of different people we're going to do that's what we're going to be doing today right but there are lots of risks do the people you're in a mastermind with actually have good answers to your questions they might not also masterminds are very reliant on you bringing a specific question to the table the question that you ask uh, can 
is going to influence the answer that you get. And often we're not very good at asking the right questions. Coaching and consultants. So with coaching, you've got personalized help at this point. Coaches are talking to you. Coaches can be amazing at upgrading your mindset, helping you discover blind spots in your own thinking, your own way of operating. But coaches usually don't have domain expertise in your specific business. They can help you on a general level, but they, don't, they haven't necessarily done it before themselves. There's also a real danger with coaches that you can just, coaches will always react to what you're giving them. And so coaches, you, know, you can easily waste a cup. I, I kind of feel in my case, I've wasted, not wasted, but I've pursued something for a year or two longer than I really should have done. Because as long as the coach is there, they'll keep kind of coaching you, right? So there's a big risk of distraction and tangents there as well. Similarly with, um, with consultants, at this point with consultants, you've got domain expertise. They should, be, they should know how to do what you've hired them to do. Um, they also can deliver uh, results on a plate for you. But it's a very transactional relationship. You, you go to a consultant and ask a specific thing. They will deliver you that thing often without the strategy piece. They don't see the wider context of what you're trying to do in your business. And they tend to deliver on the, the remit. So it can be quite short term. Um, and then kind of at the top level here, then with mentors, this is the top of the tree, unless you get into kind of investment uh, scenario where you've got a mentor who has been through, been on the path that you're going through. And here is where you start to get something that's personalized, very holistic, but also is aligned with the long-term strategic question. I think there were very, very few disadvantages to actually working with a mentor, providing that you've chosen the right uh, mentor to work with um, in the first place. So here's that list of, of levels. And again, you might want to put some of these into different levels, whatever, it doesn't matter, it doesn't matter. not an exact science. The way that I've started to think about this now is like this. As you progress through these levels, you get different amounts of personalized attention at each point. We can learn tons of things from books, from podcasts, from conferences, from courses and masterminds. But there comes a point in your business where generic advice, generic frameworks, you've kind of taken that. Well, once you know generally how to sell, generally how to create content, generally how to hire a team, generic advice and frameworks kind of reach the end of their utility. And you need to start pursuing more personalized sources of information, specifically people that can sit with you and look inside your business. With the first three here, with books and podcasts and courses, this is information that, has, that, has, that does not interact with your specific business in any way. But once you get to the bottom three, the coaches, the mentors, the consultants, then these people start to look at your specific situation. And when I look at the things that have been most effective for me over the years, it's this progression from starting with general advice to then going through and working with people who at different levels can actually start to look under the hood, look at your numbers, look inside your email autoresponder, look at your analytics and, and actually help you make more personalized decisions. And for me, it kind of breaks down a little bit like this in broad brush terms, you know, up to the point of you're doing, you know, before you're doing six figures a year, you know, you're often going to be reliant on podcasts, things you pick up at conferences, you get the business running up. Then, to move from, say, half a million to two million, uh, you can pretty much get there through a combination of applying courses, 
working with coaches and consultants, and then up to a kind of eight-figure stage, this is where you need to have someone, you need to take advice, which is not just someone who knows about that specific thing, but has actually kind of charted the course before you. And, I, and so I kind of like to think about it in those kind of brackets. The important thing here, I think, is that to start to think of the idea of things like podcasts, conferences, courses, as actually having the potential to start to be damaging beyond a certain point. In the same way that if you're, you know, if you're just starting, if you're in this, if you're at a kind of um, six-figure type level, you probably shouldn't be working with consultants um, and joining expensive coaching programs and things like that because you're, you're investing kind of beyond, beyond your level. You, at that stage, what you really need to do is just learn about just basic frameworks, basic behaviors, like, like how do you sell? How do you write emails? How do you, um, how do you, how do you build an audience? You kind of got the hard work, the, the really hard work to do of just getting something from zero to one. It would be probably not a good use of money to work with expensive marketing consultants. That's at the lower level. But then again, at the higher level, this is something that, that I've struggled with a lot in the last couple of years because I love listening to podcasts and reading books and going, taking courses and things like that. But I've realized that it can really introduce too much information into my brain where what I really need to do is spend a lot more time thinking about the specific problem or challenge that's right in front of me and spending more time researching options for dealing with those, those specific problems. And so a lot of what, we, what I think we need to, to do what we're developing here is to think about what is most appropriate for the stage that we are, uh, that we are at. Um, so I want to give you just three examples to finish here of how I think this can be applied and actually how I've applied it very recently with people that I've been, that I've been talking to. Um, and again, I'm going to ask you in the chat just to just put in some, some suggestions. So this is person number one, um, the specific problem or challenge they were facing was low sales. And this person has an audience and a product, but no real sales process in place. They haven't really ever, um, learned to sell. And as a consequence, um, their, their stuff isn't converting. Ideas for what kind of um, solution is appropriate at this point? What would you say? Should they go and hire a marketing agency to write their emails for them? Should they listen to a podcast? What, what do you think is a, an appropriate thing to be working on? Okay. Is it like somebody who's already making money or? Below the yeah, they've got a business that's kind of like just trying to get off the ground hasn't got any traction yet. Lindsay, I'm curious, why did you say course? Uh, I just think sometimes when you don't have a method, you need some method immediately. And then later you can reevaluate whether that's the method that makes sense. But I think at that point, you just need a step-by-step -step framework and then get some sales and then pivot from there. Yeah, ex exactly. So the problem is, let's say you go and hire a marketing agency in this scenario, which a lot of people would do because they just want the solution. The problem is that then you get something in place, but you haven't learned anything from it, right? Whereas as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, learning to actually sell, learning how to write copy is a fundamental skill that will then that will be with you for, for the rest of your life and have an, an, an infinite ROI. So, um, so yeah, exactly. So this is... This is uh, a yeah, great, great comment. So this, this is a kind of a skill problem, right? You need to acquire a skill. And so the appropriate solution is to, you know, do something like take a course 
uh, on copywriting. All right, different situation, similar situation, but slightly different. Same, same, but different. Example two, this business, low sales. Situation is a bit different though. They have studied copywriting and sales. They've taken tons of courses on that, but it's just not converting. They've got decent traffic. They've got a product. They know how to sell, um, but it's just not converting and they're getting re-frustrated. What would you say is an, an appropriate thing to do here? Should they go and take another copywriting course? Coach or consultant? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So in this scenario, here's someone that's got, they've got traffic, they've got a product, they've studied sales, but something's not working. And so in this scenario, this is someone who's reached a block of some kind. There's something they're not seeing. Um, and someone said that here, I think. Uh, yeah, so Lucy says, is their product the right fit for their audience? Yeah, it's that kind of thing. This person, what they really need to do is to, is to troubleshoot or problem solve this specific offer. And so this is something where you want to really go and talk to a, to, 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 um, to, to a coach or a domain expert because although it's going to be expensive, you've got a big blind spot and you need someone experienced to come in and figure out, right, what exactly is the problem? Right, you don't have product market fit or right, you're, you, the, way that you are, uh, the way that you're presenting this offer is, um, is there's some massive dissonance in there somewhere. Right? Um, last one here, example three, a business that is plateauing around 2 million in annual revenue. Situation is it's an established business, but they have no strategy for continued growth. So they can keep growing gradually, but it's slow and it's stalling. There's no problem as such, but there's just no clear pathway forward. <laughs> Wipe their eyes with their banknotes. Mentor, coaching. Yeah, so in this kind of scenario, yeah, mentor, got a few mentors. This is the kind of scenario where you need a mentor, right? So this is somebody who... A, a so a, a, a sales consultant, a consultant of some kind is going to struggle to help you here because they're just going to be applying a methodology. But what you hear is not a methodology. What you need here is not a methodology, but it's actually a vision. You need to you, you need to upgrade your mindset to see what's possible so that you can then move towards it. You've probably got the skill set. You just don't have the, um, the vision. You can't see the wood for the trees. And so can you see with any of these three examples, like if you were to kind of turn through the wrong, the wrong source of advice, um, it can be damaging for you. If you were to go to a, a generic business coach in this situation, for example, I think that would be quite unhelpful if your real intention was to, if you, if you, if you wanted to just kind of continue on doing what you were doing, sure, a coach could help. But if what you're doing, if, you, if what you want to do is intentionally grow from two to 10 million, what you need is a very specific framework from someone who's kind of done it before. And that you're, you're only going to get that then from a specific, um, where are we? Should, from a specific kind of level five thing here, right? With someone who can work with you very specifically and has actually done it before. So, yeah, and then the reason that I put books here at number six is because I think there comes a time where, like, for the same reason that books are not particularly, ha have limits to their use at the beginning. I think when you, at, at a certain level, 
books kind of contain the entire universe's knowledge, right? You have all the knowledge in the universe contained within books. So then there comes a point where you actually have to start revisiting them and they can help you in a kind of like a philosophical existential way that you, um, you might not be able to get uh, in other ways. So to summarize then, no points to think about. Learning can come at the right or the wrong time. The harder the problem you deal with, you need to have progressively more eyes on what you're struggling with rather than generic situations. And then to think about it is how, when you're thinking about curating your own learning and making your own learning more effective so you can move faster, so you can grow faster, or not just, even if you don't want to grow faster, to achieve whatever it is you want to achieve faster, what can you add or cut in your learning that might speed that up? So like I said, these are, this is kind of my, uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to externalize the things that have been going on in uh, in my head as I've been thinking about this over the last few um, few years, really. So that's it. And then, um, yeah, I don't know if we have time for um, yeah, or for a discussion or whether we move on. All right, that was it for today. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode. And if you want more, then please give this podcast a positive review in, well, wherever you're listening to this podcast. And if you want to learn more about what we do and how we can maybe help you growing your creator business, then make sure to go to creatorsmarts.com. Ciao.